Mike is off, Bruce Claggett guest hosting. You've heard about these fires, big fires, massive ones right across the country, areas like suburban Halifax, where over 150 houses have burned to the ground just on Sunday, and the damage is still being kind of to- uh, tallied up. And of course, in northern Alberta and northern parts of our own province. And then there is another one burning on Vancouver Island, just north of Campbell River, not far from the village of Sayward. A much smaller fire, but one that has people in Sayward looking to possibly move out of town if it gets much worse. Mark Baker is the mayor of Sayward and joins us now. Mark, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Well, what is the very latest? I know yesterday I was watching some of the... uh, the, what was happening with the fire, and it had grown to about 100 hectares in size. Uh, what are we at now? No, we're still about the same as yesterday. We're around that 90-hectare mark. Uh, they're looking at, uh, so far, the weather has been favorable for us. Luckily, in the morning, there's a lot of dew and humidity, so that's helping with the fire as well. We have another official update coming at 3.30 this afternoon. Uh, but so far, we're we're looking pretty good. The fire is staying away from the village, and it's staying away from our access out because we only have one road that leads out of town. The next one is the uh, the ocean. Yep. So so far, we've been we've been much uh, more fortunate than other communities, like in Halifax and in Alberta and in northern BC. Well, it's good news indeed, and I guess some of this cloud cover is really good news, but that's only going to be here for today. And then it starts as gradual increase in temperatures and more sunshine in the next few days, and who knows about the wind. You mentioned one route out of town. Is this still a concern for a community like yours? It is, but as I said, the fire is staying away from the road that was, of course, uh, you know, a huge concern, especially on Monday when the fire did start. But so far, we've been very lucky. I mean, it's kilometers away from the road. It's heading down. Uh, last last update, it was heading down to a small lake and close to the highway, which is still, when I say close, I'm still talking four or five, six kilometers away. So we we don't have to worry about evacuation at this point. We're not on evacuation standby or anything but all the crews are out there and with the rcmp and our savor you know volunteer fire department and with the uh, bc wildfires and emcr and our epc with tom Hinsley here in the community they're all paying very close attention because again if the fire starts to move in that direction we want to be proactive and not get cut off are there some lessons to be learned here And I'm saying this hoping that the best uh, does come out to fruition in the next few days and that this does not end up being a forced evacuation. But are there lessons that you've learned uh, having gone through the last couple days being on edge? Well, the lesson, I think the big thing is um, we may suspect that it's human-caused. And what's really upsetting to us here in the community is um, the individual who may have allegedly made a mistake, and whether it was a chainsaw or a grinder or what have you, instead of just uh, calling authorities and letting them know there was a fire up in that area, they left the area, and then, of course, the fire grew with the winds to very quickly to 10 to 15 hectares, and then BC wildfires had to come in. 
So regretfully, the individual just ran away. So the lesson there is for people, I mean, even if they don't give their name, who cares? Just tell us there's a fire because you're putting, we have just over 330 people in our community. There's over 600 in the Valley and they're putting everybody's lives in danger. Well, it's some great advice, especially when you consider some of the areas like yours around the province that are at risk in the summertime, and especially when it comes to human-caused fires. People may be a little bit concerned that they're going to end up in a lot of trouble, but the real trouble is uh, for those who are in the area. Uh, How important is forestry right now in your area? In our area on North Vancouver Island, forestry is the number one resource here. And then there's agriculture and fishing. So if we lose the majority of our fire because of lack of a better term, some idiot goes out there and uh, doesn't pay attention to what's going on, I mean, that'd be devastating for communities like ours. Well, well put. And let's hope for the best. And even with the weather warming up, we're hoping that uh, some of this cloud cover will help fire crews get a total control of the fire there. Thanks so much, Mark. Thank you. Have a good day. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.